BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. I think I just said my own name incorrectly. I kind of gave it like a JC vibe. JC? I'm JC. JC on the track and Chelsea on the track. I'm the redhead half of the podcast. And I'm the brunette. You know what, actually? This is what I want to talk about. What? Should I dye my hair black? Black? Yes. Hmm. Personally, I like your hair brown. Brown and even lighter. Like I like it with the blonde. But I haven't- I'm kind of getting sick of it though. I haven't seen you with dark hair in a while. I'm sure it would look good. Okay. We'll see. You look good anyway, queen. Uh, thanks. Hope you guys had an amazing Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Maybe you're listening to this as you go out on Black Friday shop. Oh, wait. Is that even possible with COVID? <gasps> oh, wait. Yeah. What's Black Friday going to be like? I don't know. Maybe you're just online. online getting some deals. If you need ideas for gifts and you haven't bought gifts yet and you're thinking Black Friday is a good time, you could go back to our episode. Not Is it last week at this point? Yes. I think last week of our holiday like gift ideas and our the stuff on our wish list, just in case you're interested if you have not listened just to that episode. just want to spend some money unnecessarily. <laughs> um, yeah. So check that out. And if you guys want any merch updates, make sure to stay updated on our Instagram. Our virtual live event is coming up in just one week and a half. And wow, we nice. are so, so freaking excited, you guys. It's going to be the best time. So make sure you go and get your tickets link will be in the show notes or on our Instagram. Like always, I feel like a broken record just saying, go to our Instagram, go to our Instagram. But, but do it. But go do it. Anyway, today we are going to do our little bonus episode, which in case you're new, this happens once a month. It's the last Friday of every month. We do a little advice column. So I believe, I haven't looked at these because Beth has been picking our things you guys need advice on. So we don't read them before because we want to give you our raw reaction Mm -hmm. and you know no premeditated advice is in these episodes it's all very just in the moment very raw very emotional very vulnerable very deep very honest very true so very mature beautiful gorgeous it's not that it's the holiday themed (laughs) we kind of wanted it to be holiday themed so holiday advice and maybe some of them won't be but maybe some of them will be let's see how beth did let's see how she did or if i need to fire her (laughs) Okay. It's so bad. Like if people heard how much like that is a joke and how like well she takes it. But imagine like if you're working a job and your boss is just always like. <laughs> like you're fired. Like I'm going to have to say that you're fired like every five seconds. But Literally we- Beth makes no mistakes. She's like a perfect angel human being. And like she'll forget one thing. And I'll yeah. be like, you're fired. Or she'll like accidentally drop a water bottle. It's like, I'm so sorry, but this is your last day. <laughs> this is- Give me your two weeks notice. You're done. 
I'm legit laying flat. Yeah. Like, actually. I'm jealous. Look at Lady. She looks like too. a toad. A toad? Well, I mean, a frog. Look at her legs. Oh, I love when she lays like that. Does it feel good, lady? Okay. Oh, she just moved. You're a creep, and it's your turn to start. Yay. Hello, hello, Beth, Chelsea, and JC. Before we begin, I just wanted to quickly say how grateful I am to be able to listen to familiar voices every week after moving away from home. Oh, that's sweet. You know what? I really feel that way about certain podcasts that I listen to. They make you feel at home. Yes, and it makes me so happy that other people get to experience that with our podcast. Totally. You know what I feel like? The morning toast. Yes. Like when I'm listening to them. 100%. And if I'm feeling anxious or like after I watch something scary, it's like, it's so nice to talk to them. I feel like I'm talking Talk to, to my, them. Talk to yes. them. No, it feels Literally. like you are, it feels like just something familiar, like they're saying. Yes. Something about it is just comforting. It's kind of like why Friends is a good yes. show to watch after you are scared or if you're feeling anxiety because it's or just new like, girl. yeah, just something you've watched many times. You're familiar with the characters and it just gives you this like sense of peace. Yes. Security. Yeah. Okay. It's helped me so much. And I thank you both for that. Oh, you're welcome. Anyways, <laughs> here's my question. So my boyfriend and I just recently moved across the country from Ontario to Vancouver Island. So basically from New York to California for you girls had to add because I've heard some of you need to learn geography. With the <laughs> Oops. And with our new jobs, we won't be able to travel home for the holidays. We've only been here for two months now and already Thanksgiving was a bit difficult not being around the people who really bring the holiday together. Wait, I'm sorry. Did she say her and her boyfriend moved together? I missed the part where you said who moved. Or is it Yeah, just, just my boyfriend and I just recently moved across okay. the country. Yeah, I'm guessing together. Not being around all the people who really bring the holiday together. Anyway, I was just wondering what advice you'd give to make Christmas just as sweet as it usually is back home without the feeling of FOMO hitting too hard. I know we're lucky now with FaceTime, but it just won't be the same breaking out of the usual traditions. Any advice helps. Thanks. This is a good one to start on because it Mm -hmm. actually is so sad. If you're going to be away from like the people that you usually spend Christmas or whatever other holidays that you're celebrating with. So... My first piece of advice is to whatever traditions that you may had, feel excited about starting them new because there is a time, you know, when you will be doing these holidays, maybe with your kids and maybe not with your parents. You know, maybe there's going to be a time where you just want it with your kids, whatever it is that you can start. So either making new traditions and like being excited about it or feeling excited about carrying on the traditions that maybe your family does around those times to kind of feel like you're carrying a little bit of them with you. Yeah, I was going to say making new traditions like with you and your boyfriend. I think you can really have fun and make it special because it's going to be something that you haven't done before. I don't have any traditions in mind necessarily, but I feel like there are definitely little special things you can do. Like you said, whether you're carrying it on something you've already been doing with your family or starting something completely new. My other piece of advice would just be honestly, to eliminate FOMO to kind of stay off social media because definitely that might make you feel even worse if you're looking at all your friends and family's posts of how much fun they're having on Christmas or Thanksgiving or, oh wait, they already had Canadian Thanksgiving, but you know, without you and you're just like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's better to just like live in your moment right now and you can still obviously FaceTime them and whatever, but. That's where romanticizing your life comes in. You can Mm -hmm. picture yourself in a holiday Hallmark movie where you, you know, are living a new life and you're having a smaller Christmas than usual. You're missing out on the family parties. It's just you and your boyfriend. I don't know where you live, but maybe it's like an apartment and you guys get to go, you know, get a little treat and, you know, romanticize it. Yeah. Make some treats. Yeah. Start some new little holiday traditions. Maybe you guys can get takeout like JC's family does. I think that's cute. It's like a fun, We do that on Christmas Eve and we open pajamas. Yeah. 
I definitely think you can make this a fun, really sweet Christmas, especially because it's going to be unique and something. Just take advantage of that little moment, that opportunity. Okay. Hi, girls. And of course, Beth. Just wanted to say this podcast is absolutely awesome. I've listened since the beginning and I have never missed a week. Wow. Wow. Thank you. So I need some advice for this holiday season. I'm currently in a relationship with a guy and all is going great. However, my family has many traditions over the holidays and honestly, I don't really want him involved in them yet. Savage, I know. (laughs) The holidays have always been a time for my family, and I've always said I really would only ever involve a guy in the traditions if we'd been dating for a long time or if we're engaged. I just don't want to have him there. Then we maybe break up, and that year of holiday traditions is just a memory of him. So do you have any advice of how I could maybe include him in some small areas and let him know I'm not quite ready for him to be involved in all of my family holiday traditions? Thank you, girls, for the advice. XOXO. You know what's a good one, hmm. uh, which I'm sure your parents will feel okay with. So whoever this right is writing this in, is blaming your parents. Be like, oh, my family just like they kind of wanted to just be family. They love you, but they don't really want like significant other, yeah. yeah, boyfriends. Because a good rule that my mom and dad had in high school for me was you can't go on any trips with your boyfriend because like or family trips especially. And at the time, I was so annoyed because I remember my boyfriend in high school like wanted me to go to Disneyland with him and his family. And I was like, please, 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 like, please let me go. But looking back, I'm so glad that I didn't do that and that he didn't come on, you know, family trips with me. Not because it wouldn't have been fun. It would, I'm sure it would have been fine. But that like you kind of want to save some things for, you know, your husband or your wife or whoever it is, like even if you're just dating them for a long time, that you don't want to necessarily include people in too early. So I totally yeah. understand that. So I think I would just ask my parents like, is it okay if I kind of blame it on you? Like say that you don't really want him to come? Yeah. I just feel like if, if you have a normal relationship, like a, he's going to be understanding. Yeah, he's, he's going to be fine with it. Shouldn't be freaking out about that. Did they say how long they've been dating? I don't think so. She so maybe if it's like brand dating. new and you're like both kind of excited, you don't want to put any kind of damper on it. Yeah. And I think it's good, like you said, like this girl said, to kind of include him in some. Like maybe focus on those. Don't focus so hard on like, um, so we're doing this thing and you can't come. Yeah. Just make it more of, hey, my family has this, tri- you know, this small tradition where we go and I have no idea. Like go pick out our Christmas tree. And like if you're like, oh, that's fine if he comes to that. Then, yeah. then say, I'd love to have you there for that. We're doing, you know, this other family thing on Tuesday. So I'd love to see you first. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I want to see you on this day because I won't be able to see you that day. Or whatever. Beautiful. You know? Yeah. Beautifully worded. Okay. Perfect. Just put your phone up yeah. to this and record it and send it. No. Be on the phone with him. And then when he asks like, so what day is it? Then you can just play that clip. Yeah. My voice. It will sound a little weird, but I think get he'll the point across. For it. I think he'll get it. G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R. What does that spell? Glossier. Guys, I'm trying to hype up the ads right now. I am obsessed with Glossier. Chelsea's obsessed with Glossier. Here at the What We Said podcast, we stan this brand. We love all their products, but today we're going to talk to you about one of their makeup products that we absolutely love. Anything of theirs would make an amazing gift. They have so many different options to choose from. I've said this before, whether it's your friend, your sister, your sister-in-law, mother-in-law, whoever, they have just such cute packaging and also effective, amazing products that we absolutely love. So the Cloud Paint Duo, let's get into it. This is Glossier's best-selling gel cream blush in a set. So you can pick two of your favorite shades that they offer and save some money. And basically with Cloud Paint, a little goes a long way, which is amazing because it's going to last you a long time. I just take a little drop of this on my fingertips and dab it onto my cheeks for some color. 
It has the best texture. It's very lightweight and it's buildable. It has a natural dewy finish. And like I said, all you need is your fingertips. So you don't need brush or anything like that. You just put a little bit on your fingertips and dab away. And it just gives you some color and life to your face, which I feel like I definitely need. I actually didn't wear blush until this year and it makes such a big difference. I absolutely love wearing blush. So the shade I use on a normal basis is the shade Puff. You can look on their site. They have all the shades, you know, on there. Obviously, you can see what's going to fit best with your skin tone. It's also made to be seamless, so it's not going to look cakey or unnatural. The formula is really amazing. Chelsea and I both absolutely love this stuff. So get the cloud paint duo by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash what we said. For a limited time, new customers can get 10% off your first order. Certain exclusions apply. That is G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R dot com slash podcast slash what we said. Hello, Chelsea, JC, and Beth. For real, the episode with Beth was one of my favorites. You ladies definitely need to bring her on again soon. Oh, I can see why Beth put this one in. <laughs> it's like, also, please give her a raise. <laughs> the podcast is a highlight of my week, and I've gotten quite a few friends to start listening weekly, too. Yay! We love what we said, Ambassador, and I love talking to them about the podcast. All right, so on to the advice that I need. I just started dating my boyfriend a month ago. I go to school in Flagstaff, but I live in Phoenix when I'm not in school. His family is from Flagstaff, so when my semester is over, we'll be doing long distance for six weeks before I start my next semester of school. You would think two hours of a drive isn't too bad. Oof, it is. Yeah, that is bad. But I don't have a car to drive to visit, and he works full-time, so seeing him would be very hard. The other important piece of info to know is he's going to school over the summer for six months out of state. So basically, the six weeks is a test trial to see if we can handle long distance. Did I mention this is my first boyfriend ever. I really don't want to mess this up. Do you have tips for long distance relationships and how to keep the spark going? And do you think that I should look at the six weeks apart as such a big deal? Like it could make or break our relationship? Yes, I do think you should look at it as a big deal because that's a long time. I feel like that actually is a good indication of where the relationship is at. Six months in this next summer. That's That's rough. That's a long time. Like the thing is about long distance is we should ask Kristen and Marcus. Yeah. What I was going to say is the relationships that are meant to be, I feel like they stand the test of time. Yep. Or they break up and they get back together later. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people do long distance and then get married. Like they do long distance for like three years and then they get married. So I know for a fact it's possible if you are in love with each other. But if you're not, it's not going to work. No. And just know, again, looking at the positive side, if the six weeks start and it's like three weeks into it and he stops talking to you and he just loses interest. It's like, it, mo- it wasn't meant to be. No. You're happy to figure that out before you waste six months. 100%. In terms of keeping the spark alive, I have one thing and, and I don't know how this is necessarily going to sound, but when, you know, you're talking to someone and you feel kind of pressed for time with them, you know, maybe it's on FaceTime or on a call or whatever and you haven't seen them in a while, you feel this underlying pressure to make the time you have amazing And that's what creates fights sometimes when couples don't see each other and then they will visit each other for a little bit and then the weekend will turn into a fight because they feel the pressure to make it perfect. So amazing and it's not. So the second one thing goes wrong, it's like, great, this whole thing is ruined. First of all, don't let that get to you. If you just try and be happy genuinely and you can feel happy, first of all, it feels amazing to feel happy. Mm -hmm. Second of all, if he had a hard day or something and he gets to talk to you and you're in a good mood and you're positive and you're the light of his day… That's going to keep the spark alive. Like, for who sure. doesn't want to talk to somebody who's just in a good mood and who's, you know, positive? What are you looking at? You're scaring me. Your eyes? Oh, <laughs> you kept looking like, oh. oh. I'm like, oh, just the spider in your head. <laughs> no, you have like 
some baby hairs that are kind of sticking up. Oh, right and here. I think I was like looking if it was part of a headphone, but oh. now I'm looking at you. Cool. In the eyes. Thank you. I'm like, don't take them <laughs> off. Yeah, that's my advice. I love that. Yeah. Try and stay positive and, and happy. I definitely think that this should be a trial run. But it's like, here's the thing. People get so stressed out. Like, oh, is this going to break our relationship? Don't think about the future. Don't mm-hmm. think about the past. All you have is right now. That's the only thing that exists. Yeah. So just make it count. Have fun. Make the best of the situation. If he starts like ghosting you or if you're like, eh, I'm not feeling it, it's not meant to be. Then he's the ghost of Christmas past. Exactly. And drop his A. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Hello, ladies. Huge fan of the pod here. It's funny because I saw your story asking for submissions that were in-law and Christmas related after a horrible day of my own in-law related Christmas drama. Yay. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I cannot with this emoji. Just picture a big sigh, long eye roll, and dead in the eyes sarcastic smile from me. I'm dead. Okay. So this is my husband and I's first Christmas married. We were engaged this time last year. So we've technically had a Christmas together, but this year just feels different because it feels like our parents expect more from us. Basically. More money? No, I think like more time with them or something. I don't know. Basically, the tea is my in-laws laid into my husband the other day about how they feel like they always get the short end of the stick when it comes to holidays and that we treat them like an afterthought every holiday there is. Keep in mind, we've only had two major holidays together so far. We're obviously still figuring all this out. They told my husband, now that you're married, you have to switch off whose house you go to every year. That's just how it works. They want us to spend all of Christmas Eve and day with them this year and then my family next year. But our parents live 20 minutes away from each other. I feel like it's silly for us not to see one side or the other when we're so close. Oh, can we give you advice on this? We we truly can. We're in the exact, like both of our in-laws live like 20 minutes from our parents. My parents live literally five minutes away from my in-laws. Mine are like 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. We got to keep going. So I suggested we do Christmas Eve at one house and Christmas Day at another. They didn't like that idea and said they felt like we were making them settle for what we wanted to do. Oh, this just bothers me a lot. Okay. Them saying this makes me want to rage because I agonize over keeping everyone happy and making sure everyone gets equal time together. My husband and I don't even have fun on holidays because we're so busy trying to make an effort to make everyone else feel special. I'm trying to see things from my mother-in-law's perspective. She really is sweet. We usually have a great relationship and I know she just wants to spend time with her son. I get that that's hard when your kids leave and get married, but we're adults and I feel like we should get to make our own decisions about how we spend the holidays without our parents making a huge deal about it. My mom is fine to share holidays, so I don't see why sharing a such a big deal to my in-laws. I feel like it's only fair. Plus, that means they will be totally alone next Christmas. So I'm not sure if they've totally thought that one through. Anyway, what would you recommend I say to my mother-in-law when I see her again? We were supposed to go Christmas shopping together, but she texted me and canceled and said she was too upset to go. Oh, yikes. I guess somehow I made her cry all day and all night, which made me feel like crap. No, no, no. We, here's what we're not going to do. Is that you escalated take, quickly. You cannot take the blame for that. Unless there's something I don't know. That seems a bit extreme. Yeah, what did you do? <laughs> Literally answers it. All I was trying to do was figure <laughs> out a compromise and then somehow got really dramatic. I was never trying to hurt her feelings whatsoever, but now she's gone and made it dramatic and awkward. I feel like she is mad at me and I feel so uncomfortable to be around her. It's making the holidays feel so awkward too. What do I do? P.S. My husband agrees that we should see both families on Christmas. We both feel like that's what's fair. Does anyone else hate holidays ever since they got married? Because I do, LOL. I tell people whose in-laws live in a different state that they're lucky because it is hard to be so close. Yeah. Where it's like, you're telling me I'm just not going to go see my family on Christmas Day, both of us, like me and my husband. I have two major thoughts on this. Yeah, okay, go ahead. First of all, yeah, it's not your fault. You can do whatever you want. You know, you're a grown woman and you're in a relationship and it's your relationship. Secondly, 
Here's here's a sneaky little thing I have for you to do. <laughs> sneaky. Tell one of his siblings, someone who can get through to the mom. This is how I've noticed. So my in-laws are actually very chill and so are my parents. So Neither one of them pushes us away by doing that, yes. what this lady is doing. When you start to do that, you don't want to hang out with them on Christmas. No. You start to want to go the other route and just be at the chill family's house. Totally. So what you need to do is have somebody who can communicate with her and can talk, you know, talk to her. That's not you guys. And tell them to talk to her and be like, listen, mom, like if you start to complain about it and like push them, they're going to do whatever they want anyways. The more you push, the more they're going to be. Go away. Yeah, go away. So you need to like relax and let them come and go whenever they want to. And they're going to want to spend more time here. And then if someone tells her that, she she might change her mind a little bit. I totally agree. For Christmas future. to come. Yeah. Yes. I think this is... Oh, I just, this really bugs me. And I say, I'm like, I'm just so glad that my in-laws are chill. I feel the same exact way as you. When we had our in-law horror story episode, which if you haven't listened to, listen to it. It's a good one. I called my mother-in-law before recording the episode to get some advice. And she basically is the opposite of this woman. But she was saying, I have no expectations. Like my kids can do whatever they want. I tell them what we have planned. Exactly. That's the best thing to do. Yeah, it's the best thing you can do as a mother-in-law. And I know there's probably not that many mother-in-laws listening to this podcast right now because you're all probably younger. But that's the best thing you can do is not have many expectations and just say, hey, here's the plan. If you guys want to join us, amazing. If you can't, that's totally fine. This kind of stuff just bugs me so bad. I don't understand. I think it's like some sort of insecurity of like they want them. I don't know. Yeah. I can understand one part of it where if you know, you're trying to get all of your kids there at once. Like you mm-hmm. want to kind of be like, hey, can you please come at this time so that we can kind of make a time where everyone's together instead of everyone coming in and out? I get that. But again, like tell them, okay, this there's one event. This is what actually my parents and my in-laws have done that we really like is they'll have like one thing, maybe two during the season, during like the week of Christmas or the week of Thanksgiving. Where it's like, this is our thing that we're doing. Like, if you could please really try and prioritize coming to that, that would be amazing because everyone's coming. Right. And then you have that and then they'll be like, also, we, we might go play pickleball. We might go play tennis. We might go do these things. You're welcome to come. You don't have to come if you don't want totally. to. Totally. I think that's perfect. What I was going to say earlier is when they said that the mother-in-law said, like, now that you're married, you have to switch off whose house you go to every year. That's just how it works. No, that's, that's not. That's not how it works. That's when people say that's how it works, I'm like, what do you mean? How yeah. how it works for everyone universally? No, not at all. You can do whatever you want. And I feel the <laughs> same way. My in-laws have a day, like they've just started this tradition, I think a year ago or two years ago, where it's like they have one day around Christmas that they're like, we're going to do a lot of like fun activities that day. And that's kind of the day to prioritize. It's yeah. like, if you guys, again, if you guys can prioritize coming to that, everyone will be there. Hope you guys can make it. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. the best way to do it. And then it's fun. Yeah. And then when they're pressuring you, it's just not fun. No. And then it's like the thing that we, we, you guys have to come to dinner at Aunt Susie's house. And it's like, make it fun. Yeah. If you really want your kids to be there, like make it fun. Yeah. It's like, you got to have some games. Like we got to be doing something. Play games, do a a Christmas gift Mm -hmm. uh, exchange. Yeah. Play more games. Go play pickleball with your family this Mm -hmm. year. But not in Gilbert. That's where we're going. (laughs) Because we don't want you guys taking up our courts. Because we've been too influential with pickleball. And now all the courts are Literally. Just kidding. We didn't tell her what to say to her mother-in-law. Because she said that she canceled the Christmas shopping. And she was crying all day and night. Say, screw you, Grinch. Grinch. (laughs) Say, hi, Grinch. Ooh, I mean, uh, whatever her name is. I think, again, I think what you said was good. Where you have someone else kind of get through to her. Yeah. 
But also say exactly what you just said to us. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Like, we're just trying to figure out like what we're doing. Yeah. Because you are close. Again, we've experienced this. It it actually does make a lot of sense to see both families on the day. It's like, we I don't know why to do that's that when we first got married. Sense. Me and Nick tried to do that where it's like, okay, just Christmas Eve that we're going all the, you know, with your family, Christmas Day, we're doing all my family. And now it's just like, okay, we've narrowed it down to like Christmas morning because again, you're not going to not go see your family on Christmas. No. It's like, well, come by, say hi, you're, you know. If you're so close. Yeah, for sure. Here at the What We Said podcast, you guys know we are very particular about our sleep and comfortable sheets, a comfortable duvet, the right pillow. All of this is very, very important. I have had Brooklyn and sheets, beddings, pillow, everything. I even have their towels for a super long time. I'm obsessed with everything. And whenever I post on my Instagram story a photo of my bed or like at night, I'll be like, oh, I just washed my sheets. And people always say, your bed looks like a dream. Where's all that from? The answer is Brooklyn and I love them. And like I said, I have their towels. They're so fluffy. I think I have like the super plush ones, the plushest ones you can get from their website. And they are amazing. We were just talking about Brooklyn and the or the towels in one of our last episodes. Yeah, it's on my Christmas list. Yes. Brooklinen is a really cool company because they work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you guys without the luxury level markups. They have a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen is so confident you will love their products that they even offer a 365 money back guarantee. So Brooklinen's biggest sale of the year is going on right now. They have so many things that would be amazing gifts. Nick, the towels for me, please. They have bedding, towels, loungewear, candles, silk eye mask, robes, and more. Plus, there's always the trusty gift card, and Brooklinen has those as well. I'm looking to invest in more towels because I only got a few because I wanted to test out if I liked them. Now that I've used them for like six months, I know that I love them, so I want more of those. I'm looking to get a silk eye mask. You know, we've been really trying to get the whole set. I'm looking to get everything on Brooklinen's website, okay? So, Brooklinen's Black Friday sale goes through November 30th. Get huge savings, 20% off, and free shipping during Brooklinen's biggest sale of the year. Go to brooklinen.com right now and use promo code what we said for 20% off and free shipping. That is B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code what we said for 20% off your order plus free shipping brooklinen.com and use promo code what we said at checkout. And if you're hearing this after November 30th, don't worry because you can still get 10% off your first order plus free shipping at brooklinen.com. Hey Beth, first off, you're a queen and we love you so much. Secondly, here are the compliments, Chelsea. I got you. I live for y'all's podcast and my sister and I listen to you every time we're working out, cleaning, or have a long car ride. You even inspired us to start our own podcast for fun, even though we rarely post. Haha. In um, parentheses, it's harder than it looks, folks. It is. It's hard to post consistently. It is hard. We're awesome. Okay, so the reason I'm writing in this, first of all, that's so cute that you guys listen together. Yeah, sisters, it gives them no compliments. Sisters. Like, thank you for all the compliments. Yeah. Yes, our job is so hard. Moving on. We do so much. <laughs> okay, so the reason I'm writing in is because I'm having some major boy drama and I've never been in this situation before. So this is kind of long, but y'all once said, never apologize. If it's too long, you won't read it. That's true. You don't need to apologize because it's too long. (laughs) We just won't read it. Not actually read it, but like read on the podcast. Mm -hmm. About a year ago, my lifelong best friend confessed his feelings for me and I shot him down because I realized I didn't like him that way and risking our friendship wasn't worth it. Although it took some hard work, we finally got back to a good place where we were comfortable as friends again. In the meantime, I've been hanging with this circle of friends and met this guy we'll call Peter. I hope it's not Pilot Pete. (laughs) Peter and I started texting a lot and he has tried a couple times to plan some hangouts that seems suspiciously like dates. 
I'm 17 and I've never had a relationship, so this is exciting. I started really liking Peter and feeling the little butterflies when he texts. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Here's the issue. Peter is my best friend's closest guy friend. So I was sure Mm -hmm. that dating Peter would be a total betrayal of my best friend. I would drop Peter in an effort to do the right thing, but he is crazy kind, funny, loves God, and I feel like I at least have to shoot my shot with a guy before I graduate. To make matters worse, my best friend recently told me that he has developed feelings again, and he's sorry (gasps) if he's made me feel uncomfortable. Oh, no. What do I tell my best friend about how I just don't love him that way, and how do I handle this new guy? Ooh, that You're a hot commodity. Yeah, you are a hot commodity. I'm like, send a pic. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. This is so creepy. You're literally 17. Wow. Sorry. (laughs) Wow, this is a hard situation. Again, I always say brutal honesty is the best policy, but you know what? When it's you're not in high school, easy. it's very hard to do that. It's and like, that's your best friend. Yeah. Like, you're mean. <laughs> you kidding. are a bully for even thinking. <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm sending this to him. Yeah, that's really hard, actually. Especially if Peter seems like the guy, you know, sometimes they can seem more like the guy of your dreams when you're in this kind of situation. And because, then we actually start dating and we're like, okay. Yeah, you're like, all right, I might have been blinded a little bit. I just don't like that he confesses feelings for you again. I know. Because that makes it really complicated. It is. I mean, like, good for him for telling you how he feels, but. Yeah. Yeah, we stand a man who can admit his emotions. But, but he's going to feel kind of dumb if, like, this whole time you've been liking this other guy, you just never told him. And then it's all because you thought he would feel bad. Like, maybe he would be, like, mad if you went after this Peter guy. He probably will be. But. Either way, you're kind of awkward. Yeah. Either way, you're kind of screwed. I say just just do what you want. Yeah. Here's the thing. Is this bad? I think she should go on a date Mm -hmm. with this new guy. Oh. Have a contest. (laughs) I think she should go on a date with the new guy. She doesn't need to be giving a play-by-play to the other, the guy best friend. She can go on a date without telling him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not like dishonest. And if he finds out, you know, then you can just be really honest and say, yeah, I kind of was developing feelings for him. I wanted to see, you know, how it went on this date. And what I'm saying is she doesn't owe him yeah. telling him. No, so you don't owe it to him. But if you want to be considerate of, your, of his feelings even more, you could tell him even before. You could be like, hey, I told whatever, you know, Peter, I'm going to go on a date with him. I, I am, you know, kind of feeling him honestly. Like, I want to see how it goes. But I just wanted to let you know. Yeah, that would be considered. So you're not blindsided. Me, the opposite. I'm like, just. Like lie yeah, about it for hide months. It. <laughs> well, I'm saying no. I think his either guy, way is good. His guy friend has more of an obligation to yeah. tell him than you do. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess Most, who knows? Like who's better friends with him? Yeah, I don't who's know. better friends with him? I think Sucks you should to be the other guy. I think you should go on a date with him, catch a vibe, and if you're like, I'm feeling it, you should be brutally honest and say, I really like this guy. I'm gonna yeah. go after it. Just picture yourself as the bachelorette. Who cares if you go on dates with multiple guys? Exactly. Okay. Hi, ladies. I could really use some advice. My whole family knows I am not vegan anymore, except for my mom. I have not told her yet, and it's been about a year. I just don't have the heart to tell her since she's very opinionated, and it is a big part of her life. We used to bond over it together and go get vegan food at places, and now I'm just not that into it. I mostly stopped being vegan because I didn't want to self-identify with anything particular and feel pressured to stay on a strict diet. I felt it was really hurting me mentally, After and after five years, I just needed to change my life. With the holidays approaching, I don't know how to pretend around her. I wish I could eat what I want and not have to worry about making her upset. Do you have any advice for me on what to do? I'm like, be vegan again. I'm, <laughs> I'm an empathetic person that hates hurting others and feel this is a really hard thing for me to do and say to her. Thank you for hearing me out. I absolutely love this space you've both created. What we said is my favorite podcast. Love a stressed out girl who loves her mom. 
I know some people out there are going to be like, who cares? Just tell yeah. her you're not vegan. But I actually get which, because I do feel like I am a sensitive, empathetic person as well. Me and Chelsea both are. I feel like I can actually understand yeah. that issue. First of all, I completely relate to you when you said like you just didn't want to be vegan anymore because you didn't want to kind of identify with that or like be on a quote unquote strict diet. I kind of actually felt the same way. And now I feel like I'm like 80% yeah. plant-based. And that works really well for me mentally. And I never say never. I'm like, I could totally be like 100% yeah. vegan at some point again. But you know yourself the best. And you yeah. have to do what's best for you. And I don't know much about your mom. So it's hard because I don't know how she would like yeah. take things. But again, I think if you are just to sit down and have like an honest conversation, it, to me, it shouldn't matter to your mom. Yeah. I'm sure she doesn't care that much. And I think what it really is, I may be wrong, but I think probably a big part of it is you feel like you're letting your mom down. Even if you mm-hmm. don't believe in it, like necessarily as much as she does, but you know that when you tell her, she might be a little bit like sad or disappointed. And I think that's the main thing that you're worried about is telling her, you know, it might be that like, oh, you know, we don't have this thing to bond over anymore. But the main thing probably is that like, Children want to please their parents. Yeah. They want to make them proud. They want to do things that, you know, their parents are going to be like, that's so awesome. So when you have this thing, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm not this thing that we bonded over that you loved about me. Right. Like, I don't want you to love me any less a little bit. Subconsciously. I think, yes. I think rip it off like a Band-Aid and just be yeah. like straight up. Be like, mom, I just wanted to let you know. You can even be brutally honest and say, this has really been stressing me out actually because I know this is something we bonded over. Yes, but that's a good idea. I'm not vegan anymore. Like at the moment, I'm just not feeling, I feel like it's been hard on me mentally. Like again, I don't know if your mom is like, oh, that's fine. Or if she's going to be like so upset. I genuinely have no idea what her reaction is going to be. But I feel like if you come from a place of, the, I'm just doing what's best for me. I still love eating vegan food, but I'm not fully it vegan. It sounds I like just you guys you have know. a good relationship. Like yeah. from what it sounds like, it sounds like you guys have a good relationship. So yeah. she should probably be fine with it. But yeah, it's probably just your mental block of like, oh, I don't yes. really want to like. But definitely don't like, she's like, how do I just pretend around her? I don't think pretending around no, her is don't the best pretend. option. No, I think that's just going to cause you more anxiety. Yes. You you're you're going to be so stressed the whole time. Yes. You'll feel like a weight has been lifted when you're just honest. Yes. 100%. I'm like, but also buy my book planted. <laughs> just kidding. Buy <laughs> it for your mom for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Hi, JC and Chelsea and Beth. Hey, girl. I'm literally obsessed with you guys. Like, unhealthily obsessed. We love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be both of you. <laughs> okay. So I'm like, Okay. <laughs> We love that. I love when people are obsessed with me unhealthily. <laughs> Anyways, the holiday season is so hard for me because I'm single and seeing everyone else on social media and how happy they are in their relationship honestly hurts me. I have problems with tending to live in the past, like thinking back to how things used to be with exes, more just like boys I had flings with, lol, and feeling like I want to go back in time instead of living in the moment. I know I will find someone eventually, hopefully, but I am almost 20, girl, almost 20, you got plenty of time. And all my friends are in steady relationships and I feel like I am missing out so much. And I feel like I can't really ask my friends to hang out and do fun stuff because they're always busy with their boyfriends and I'm not trying to take them away from that. It's just hard and I would appreciate any advice on how to live more in the moment and enjoy the holiday season alone. I love you both so much. It is hard when no matter what age you are, if all of your friends are yes, taken. Yes, it really is. It genuinely, no matter what age, because I was thinking, oh yeah, you are young if you're, wait, did she say she's almost 20? Yeah, she's almost 20. Okay. If you are at that age or in college and all of your friends are dating yeah. someone, they have like serious boyfriends, you are going to feel lonely because you're like, cool, I'm just chilling. Wow. I'm like, I'm at a loss. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> well, I would, this kind of goes along with our 
last episode we posted on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But first of all, I know you have like physical friends in real life that are doing this, but stay off social media. Yeah. Try to like limit your social media time for real. Scrolling. It's going to magnify all your problems. It will. Secondly, sound like a Enneagram 4. I'm with you, sister. We love the past. We love to, you know, daydream about other things and not be in the moment. So integrating into the moment is so important. And maybe you're not Enneagram 4, but sounds like you're nostalgic, like sentimental, you know. We're like, you're not in the moment. You need something to ground you. Like our two-week yoga (laughs) reset. (laughs) Every single thing leads back to a promo. Literally. (laughs) I'm like, you know, I'll make you, you know, you can do um, PQ reps, like feel the texture of your new, (laughs) but we said merch. <laughs> like your photos are looking a little drab because you're single. <laughs> you need Jay-Z Marie presets. Even though you're single, it'll make you look really cute on the gram. <laughs> and if you want to feel like you have friends, you can get tickets to our new what we said live event, holiday slumber party edition. Anything else we have? <laughs> like what else are we selling? Oh. I'm like, you know, if you are looking to emotionally because you're lonely, look into my cleaning. <laughs> 101 on Dallas Ross Corset. <laughs> oh, my gosh. this poor girl. <laughs> um, I, first of all, whoa, we're laughing with you, not at you. Okay? Like, first of all, everything's linked in the show notes. <laughs> like, first of all, please follow those links in the show notes or head right on over to our Instagram. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're getting She's to that like, time cool. of night. <laughs> oh, We're man. getting to that time of night. <laughs> this is serious advice. Being in the moment more and not living in the past, not comparing yourself, PQ reps are actually the best way to go. So literally like saying in your mind what you're doing. So if you're out with friends, also, this is going to sound a little crazy, but what? you can make yourself into whatever character you want to be. And if you're an Enneagram 4, you're going to freaking love this part. So listen closely. <laughs> is... I'm like, your identity can change day by day. But if you're always being like a third or fifth wheel, like who cares? Yeah, just go be a fun third or fifth wheel. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Truthfully, if people are dating for a long time, like, and they're not in the new stages, new relationships like to be alone, you know, a lot. Yeah. Once you get over that, you kind of want to be with friends. Like people love having friends over. So don't be afraid to like go hang out with a couple friends. And put yourself out there more. Like be like, oh, like literally just ask one of the boyfriends of your friends, like, do you have any single friends that would want to come like to this game night or whatever? Like put yourself out there. Don't Mm -hmm. be desperate searching for some, that's the thing. Yeah. Don't put out desperate energy. Yeah. When you're putting out desperate energy, when you want something so bad and you're pushing and you're pushing, it's not probably going to happen and it's not going to be the right fit. Yes. You need to be patient. And just when you are living your best life, when you're just confident, when you're completely comfortable on your own, I feel like that's when someone's going to come into your life. And I was going to say, think about it like this too. If you are kind of getting into like the, you know, you can't wait to be in a relationship. That's fine. Like that's fine to want a relationship and to look forward to the ones in your future. Instead of thinking about this Christmas, like I wish I was sharing it with someone, be like, I'm so excited to spend this Christmas, this, you know, this holiday season alone doing what I want to do. So in the future, I can tell my, you know, future significant other about this holiday season that I did on my own. Like that I was, you know, oh, I remember this one Christmas when I was 19, I almost, I was almost 20 and I went out, I got my own Christmas tree. Like I did, you know, just do things on your own and feel like 
And the four agreements, he basically talks about like your reality and your life is whatever movie you create. Like you can change the soundtrack. You can make it whatever you want to be. So make this, you know, again, you're the main character in a new Hallmark movie. The single girl who's spending Christmas alone and she loves it and she's having the best time. And then maybe at the end, I'm like, and then a boy always comes to save (laughs) everything. No, I'm just saying. I'm like, but it's not complete unless you find Prince Charming. Yeah, literally. No, but no, just I think agree. about it like that. Like, you know? Yeah, when you truly, and I'm telling you too, like, you, and again, everyone's different. So not everyone, like, not everyone's an independent queen like me. <laughs> but no, I feel like guys, no matter what, they're going to be attracted to confidence, someone who's happy and confident. Yep. So just work on being that. Hey, listen, promise- you don't have to spend money on, on a gift for someone. Yeah, spend let's on think your about the pros. Let's think about the money. Let's think about the money here, ladies. <laughs> you can buy your own merch. <laughs> you can buy your own. What we said merch, 1-800-HEINOUS. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's do this. This is the last one. We got to no, wrap this no, baby up. No, we do not. What? <laughs> hey, girls, I need some advice. What do I get my boyfriend that is kind of picky about what he likes for Christmas? I'm honestly stumped. Also, I just wanted to say a quick thanks. I have just recently started listening to the podcast and my confidence has never been better. You girls are changing lives. <gasps> oh my lives. gosh. That's Love you. so sweet. That is, wow. That makes me really, really happy. Yeah, same. Okay, what do I get my boyfriend that's kind of picky about what he likes? You didn't give us much to work with there. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. It is hard to get gifts for guys. Yes, it is. Hard. It is. Especially because I feel like girls are more straightforward. Like, Liv yes. will be like, what do you want? I'm like, here's my list. Yeah, like, here's the links. The links. Here's the links, the colors, the sizes that I want. Yes. Whereas I feel like with boys, they are more vague or it's just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. And it is harder. I feel like you're a much better gift giver than I am. So you should give some tips. I'm like, I am. So please <laughs> do not talk the rest of the time. <laughs> just kidding. I actually had a, a boyfriend Christmas list blog last year. And I'm trying to think of some of the ones because I went and asked my brothers and my dad's and my dad's. <laughs> I only have one dad. Well, I guess I have a father-in-law. I'm like, my daddies. <laughs> I asked Nick like what they actually would want. Yes. I've made one of those too. I'm like, we're linking you back to our <laughs> gift guides with all of our affiliate like, links. You know what could really help you? Go to chelseajcom slash blog posts. I'm going to look at my men's gift guide because I remember it was really good last year. And I need to make another one this yes. year. Actually, I love making gift guides. We same. I love gift giving. I was literally just actually telling JC's dad because he's my life coach that I literally look forward to gift giving like Christmas gift buying every single year. It's one of my favorite things ever to like make a list and pick out what people get for Christmas when I'm going to get them and like really put some time and effort into it. But here's some some advice. Think about his daily routine, what he does day to day from the moment his eyes open to the moment they close to go to bed. And what would accentuate his life, make it more aesthetically pleasing? Does he care about (gasps) aesthetics of things? Does he care about, you know, cleanliness? Does he care about um, functionality? Does he like technology? Like, Really look at his daily routine. Here are some little things. Socks. You can always give guys socks. Socks are great. Stance socks or Lululemon socks are great. Comfortable socks for guys. You can get him a robe, a bathrobe. Great, great gift. I have my gift guide. Guys love that. Cool. Do you want me to say something? I'm like, that's cool. Can you shut it off? (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Please exit out. Go to (laughs) chelseyjade.com. I have on here, like cologne is always a good one. If you know what cologne he likes or if you have one that you smell that you're like, okay, I want him to wear that. I feel like that's a great gift. Blue light glasses. If he is like, you know, on his computer a lot or just on his phone, depends on what he does for work. And, you know, again, you have to go off of what his life is like. I had a bunch of different shoes on here. Just like 
some classic like white sneakers, oh, yeah. Converse, running shoes, different types of shoes. All you need to know is a shoe size. Again, what shoes does he wear to work? Mm-hmm. What does he do after work? Does he go work out? Does he do CrossFit? Does he run? Does he cycle? Like accessories. Think about the accessories, ladies. Think about the accessories. Accessories. Is that really how you say it? Accessories? Accessories. Well, that's all I got. Obviously, clothes I feel like are a good option because men rarely buy clothes for themselves. Well, depends on the man. Leif like never buys clothes. He'll just like expect them to show up. He's Mm -hmm. like, I have no clothes. And then I have to like, yeah. Oh, oh, you know what you could do? You could do my famous tip. Yep. But then it's not going to be as um surprising. It's not going to be as surprising. But what you can do is you go on a website or whatever men's clothing website you want, ASOS, Top Man, wherever he likes to shop. And you go through and you favorite a bunch of items for him. Yeah. And this doesn't have to be just for the holiday season. This can be any time. If your man is complaining, saying, I don't like my clothes right now or like I need new clothes, but I don't want to go shopping. This is what you do. You go through. You favorite a bunch of items. Then he gets to sit down. He basically just had a personal shopper. You went through. You picked all the stuff you would like to see on him that you also think he would like. He gets to go through the favorites, like the archived favorites, and then add whatever he wants to his cart. Win, win, win all around. It's true. He buys the clothes you want him to wear, and he likes what he chose because he chose it out of this specific curated list that you created for him. Genius. It's really also, a beautiful it's pitch thing. black in here. <laughs> yeah, it's actually giving <laughs> me a I spooky can- vibe. Yeah, it's what I just candle. I had to light a candle because Chelsea brought Brussels sprouts over that actually smelled like poop. Yeah. Straight up. I don't know what it was. Okay, here's some of the lists on mine. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Squatty potty. Oh, great gift. Guys, we have love a good, I love a good dumper. I love a good poop moment. <laughs> a good quality watch. A Daniel Wellington has great watches. Very minimal. You know, you know what your guy likes. So yeah. Also, this is kind of a weird one. Sex wax is an air freshener. Don't get any crazy ideas, people. Don't turn this off if you got kids in cars. Okay. <laughs> it's an air freshener for their car. Guys love their cars. Mm-hmm. I've never met anyone who loves a car more than Nick. He's like, one light will go off. And he's like, why didn't you tell me 10 minutes ago when the light was off? We have to take care of this thing. Yeah. This is our baby. And I'm Leif. like, oh, I could literally drive for 10 years with low tire pressure. I don't care. Same. Leif is very conscious about the car as well. He always gets yeah. it detailed. Always gets it. Actually… We've only gotten it detailed once, but he always gets it washed regularly, cleaned on the inside and everything. Yeah. And I said this on the holiday gift guide as well, but Turtle Beach Gamer headphones, if they play Xbox, Mm -hmm. Silicon AirPod case, if they have AirPods, like you might not want to get him the AirPods, but again, think of the accessories, accessories, whatever. Good job. Phone soap, if he's a germaphobe, sanitizes your phone, you put it in this little, looks like a little mini tanning bed. And it gets rid of all the disgusting bacteria on your phone, by the way, that you have a ton of disgusting bacteria, like literally way, feces on your phone. By the way, you are repulsive. Yeah. For you being guys are on all your phone disgusting. Right now. <laughs> I'm like, you sicken me. Anyways, those are all, those are the ones I have. I thought those are really great. Thank you. Maybe we'll and do more. That's what we said. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we'll do more gift guides this year. So they should be coming soon. Maybe, potentially. I'm not going to promise that, but only if you beg on your knees. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening to our bonus episode. Hope you guys enjoyed our little holiday edition. Stay safe on this Black Friday, okay, guys? Yes, I really wonder what the vibe is going to be today. I'm curious. I think a lot of online shopping is going to be occurring today. Lots of money. So keep updated on our Instagram, like I said, for the virtual live event, for the merch, and all of our other stuff. We linked in the show notes. Thank you guys for listening. And that's That's what what we said. said. Bye. Bye.